This is the PlayFootball.com podcast, and I'm Jeff Fisher of High School Football America. It's Rewind Wednesday as we go back to December the 1st, 2011, in my interview with NFL Buffalo Bills legend Don Beebe, who had just led Aurora Christian to an Illinois Class 3A state football championship. It was one of two for Beebe as the head man of the Eagles. Beebe, who is now the head coach at Aurora College outside of Chicago, was 97-26 and as a high school football head coach. Time to rewind to that 2011 interview with Beebe, who is fresh off the first of back-to-back Illinois high school football championships. Now we're going to welcome into the show uh, Don Beebe. You'll remember him from the Buffalo Bills and those Super Bowl teams. And on, uh, on Friday, he won the 3A state championship for Aurora Christian in Illinois, and he's here to talk about that right now. Welcome to the show, Don. Uh, hey Jeff, good to be here. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's it's a it's a wonderful story uh, that uh, if you don't know about it, listeners uh, could could have had a bad ending because uh, before we started getting the interview going here, Don and I were talking about the situation at uh, Aurora Christian, which is outside of Chicago, and I guess you guys were practicing uh, in the summertime, and, and for a while there, you, you had an opportunity to think the season was never going to exist because the school was going to close. Could you kind of set the scene for uh, for our listeners nationally? Yeah, it was roughly 10 years ago that the school was given a, uh, a lot of land. I think it was 30-some acres that was worth $36 million back in, like, 2005, four somewhere in there. And um, and then the bank came to them last year and said, you no longer can use that land as collateral uh, for the building that we were in. And the building's worth $20 million, roughly. Well, that kind of put a curveball, obviously, to the administrators at, at Aurora Christian and what were we going to do and everything and that. But they... Last minute, uh, before the season started, they got things worked out, and the school's going to be fine, and, and we will be in Aurora Christian for, uh, for, from now on. So it, it got all worked out, but there was a time in June and July that we were kind of not sure if we were going to have a season. Well, that's, uh, the good news is you did. You came away with a, a championship, your first one at the school, uh, beating Mount Carmel 34-7 on Friday. So, you know, kind of put it into words, knowing what you had back in the summer and what happened last week. I mean, how, how much sweeter did it make the, the victory? Well, it, it seemed like it was a year of turmoil and con- not so much controversy, but turmoil and, and bad breaks going and, uh, you know, not knowing you're going to have a season for one. And then the, and then right before our first game, we're playing uh, Stillman Valley, who knocked us off the, out of the quarterfinals last year, and they went on to the state. I think they got, they got beaten. They got second in the state. And so it was, and we had my son, Chad uh, Beebe, um, who's, you know, one of our top wideouts, break his collarbone. And then in that game, our other top wide receiver broke his collarbone in the first half. Wow. So we started out right away with our two top wideouts uh, out for pretty much the whole regular season. Uh, we were able to get them back, and once we got them back and went into the playoffs, then we lost our right guard, who was All-State, 6'3", 291, R.J. Morris, to an ACL. And then the next game in the second round of the playoffs against Oregon in the first uh, series, we lost our all-state linebacker, Mitch Holtz, uh, with an ACL. So we were really went through a lot of things this year, but they, it was amazing sometimes when you go through tough times that really binds kids together and family together, and, and it really created some great chemistry. And it really got these kids motivated to go on to do what they were able to do. Wow, that that's an incredible story. Now I know you've done some some really great things. Uh, you've been there since '04, I believe, um, at, at the school. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about the transition from you know NFL player into high school head coach. 
Well, for me, it was I knew that this was kind of my passion. I knew when I retired from Green Bay, uh, right after Super Bowl Thirty Two. I decided to hang up the cleats, and I knew I wanted to work with kids, and I knew I wanted to work, be around sports. And I started a company called House of Speed, and, and House of Speed trains many athletes around the country. We have uh, 13 franchises around the country, um, and that gives me it gave me the opportunity to train kids and be around kids and be a mentor. That was my big goal, and to teach character through sports. And but then I, I wanted to do something at a more intimate level where I'm with kids on a daily basis and, and then coaching opportunity came my way at Aurora Christian and I said wow this this be kind of fun and so I just took it as a you know a fun job a volunteer job and and a whole staff we got 13 coaches all of them are volunteer coaches all of them played at the college level or higher uh, and we're very fortunate to have a great staff with a great school and great kids and so the transition for me was really gratifying um i've said this already many times since the state championship game what was more fulfilling uh what was more rewarding a, a super bowl ring or a, or a state championship mm-hmm. ring and i tell people i say you know i will say winning the super bowl is more of an individual effort don't get me wrong i mean it was a team effort that won and i understand all that but but it was me it was me playing it was all about me and and some to a certain degree and and it was certainly gratifying in that sense. But when you when you are coaching kids, innocent kids, 16, 17-year-old kids, and for the school that was about to close and is still open, and the community, the being the first one in Aurora history, man, I tell you what, there's nothing better than that. And and no doubt in my mind, what was more gratifying? I still haven't come off cloud nine <laughs> uh, from, from Friday night. So, And I think that that's always going to be be with me. And um, And so for me... The, the, the answer to the question, the transition was easy um, and, and way more fulfilling for myself. Well, I, you know, that's the one thing that I've, I've gotten whenever I've spoken to, to guys that have played at the level you played at and have come back to the kids. I mean, it's it's still the purest form that there is out there. We're, we're talking to Don Beebe tonight on High School Football America, the former Buffalo Bill. Of course, he also played at the, the end of his career with the Packers, but uh, more importantly, over the weekend, took Aurora Christian to its first state championship in Illinois, a 3A title. And let's talk about the kids uh, and, and what it's like. Uh, they know where what you've done. They, they've seen the old uh, NFL films with uh, well, I don't know if it was John Facenda yet maybe Harry Callis but you know what what's it like um, to to have these young men come up to you and uh, you know obviously there's got to be some you know idolizing but how do you kind of break through that and say hey guys we're here for the the same goal that was then and this is now well I'll tell you how you do it first of all you got to love them I mean you got to get to their level and um, and 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 right away I didn't go in there demanding just because I'm an NFL player and and won a Super Bowl that. I'm better than you. I'm not better than you. I'm, 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 I was created in the same level that you were. And, and yeah, I may have, I've been able to do some great things in football, but let's go create great things here, you know, in, in this high school. Uh, I remember my first meeting, Jeff, and, and, and <laughs> it was in 04. And I, and it was, it was in the old building, which is a real dilapidated building. I mean, it was really old build building. It was, it was something. Our weight room consisted of a universal weight set in the band room. Okay, that's, that's all you need to know. Um, Got it. <laughs> yeah, uh, we had no field. Uh, we so all of our games were road games. Uh, had no weight room. Had nothing. Okay, and I remember sitting there and I told the AD all I need is a is a white eraser board. Um, and I put up there and I looked at the family and they were scattered all over the gym. You know, because you already could tell that they weren't really tight. Okay. Mm-hmm. It looked like something from the bad news bears that just rolled into that gym. I looked at all those kids and their parents and the athletic director and I said, guys, listen, we only got one goal. 
I said, does anybody in this room know what that one goal is? And they said, uh, beat 500, beat Walter Lutheran, beat Chicago Christian, you know, win conference. I mean, these are the goals. I said, mm-hmm. man, you guys are limiting yourself. We only got one goal, and that's win state. And until you start thinking and thinking that way, you're never going to do it. And so I had to change their mindset. And and so I was getting to their level, and, and, and I would have one-on-one meetings with these kids. And, and yes, I, I was, I'm stern. And they they know what lines not to cross, but at the same time they know coach loves them. I put my arm around them, tell them they're doing awesome, they're doing great. When you can create that kind of atmosphere, you'll get kids to play a whole lot, a whole lot higher level than they probably talent level is. And um, and so that's what I wanted to do and create with kids. And and they don't look at me. Yeah, they know I played, and and I really don't talk about my experience as much unless it's unless it's due like a Leon Lett play or something that you know never given up and. Mm-hmm. But very rarely do I talk about myself. Um, sometimes the kids will bring it up, uh, but I, I, they know me as coach. They don't know me as NFL player. Hmm. I, I, you know, I live here in Chicago, so I've been able to follow some of the, the offensive numbers your program has put up through the years. Um, I, I've never seen you in person. So, you know, for our listeners, uh, obviously with the high numbers you put up, I would assume there is a, a high-octane offense. Is there any of that predicated on your past in the NFL? Were you able to take some of that and, and adapt it down to the high school level? Yeah, we actually run the West Coast offense, we'll, and we run the, both versions of it. And, and what I mean by that is there's the Brett Favre, uh, Mike Holmgren West Coast offense, which was a little bit more of a tight end, two back, two running backs, and then sometimes we trickle in three and four wideouts too on certain plays. But um, but now the West Coast offense is reverted to the Aaron Rodgers era West Coast offense, which is a lot more three, four wideout sets and spread you out and throwing it a little bit more, but still have the diversity of the run and, and pass. I mean, many people think. You know, we're, we're all about throwing the ball. Yeah, you know, we, we threw for a lot of yards this year, but we also rushed for about 26, 2,700 yards. And, and people don't realize that. Um, and that's the beauty of the West Coast offense is that you have such a great balance. I've been very fortunate to have great – it's almost a, it's a fraternity now of quarterbacks with Nate Peterson, who I believe is number four on the all-time list uh, for most touchdowns in career. Then it was Jordan Roberts. Uh, who's number one on the list of most touchdowns in yardage in, in all-purpose yards. He owns all, most all the records in the IHSA history. Uh, as a matter of fact, the, the record was 96 for touchdowns in a career. He has 127. Mm. So he, he really blew the record away. And then Anthony Maddy, our quarterback this year, uh, who I think is now in the top five. So Earl Chris, I think, has three of the top five or six quarterbacks of the all-time TD list. And Anthony... Uh, he actually was on the all, second on the all-time list for most yards in one season. Uh, I think he had 5,978 uh, and 69 touchdowns in one year, total touchdowns. Uh, so he really had one of the great years of any quarterback in the history. So, uh, and, and is it the offense? Yeah, I think it does utilize the quarterback position and puts them in a position to um, excel. Uh, and this kid, Anthony, he's, he's something special. He's going to go on to Western Michigan and uh, play football there. And uh, I think it's a great fit for him at the Mac school there for quarterbacks because they really utilize that position very well. And let's uh, wrap up, and we are talking with Don Beebe tonight, the former Buffalo Bill. Let's wrap up with kind of your take on, on the health of high school football in America. We know it's getting bigger. I mean, national rankings, recruiting websites, and all that. But again, you, you, you've been at, at both levels. What, what do you think about the future of high school football, especially, uh, you know, a young guy like you? You're young uh, in there coaching these kids. It's no longer the, the, the old coach who's been there for 40 years. 
years or so, although I've had those guys on the on the show. What, what's your take on what's what's good about the game now and what can be done to make it the great game that it is and keep it going in the right direction? Yeah, well, the, the good about the game is it's still pure. I mean, these kids are still innocent kids. They don't know any better. You know, uh, the ones that really, and I hate to say this, but it's, it's the ones that's screwed up a lot of times is, 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 is all these media outlets that are really, um, fantasizing these kids into mm-hmm. what they're really probably not. Uh, parents, I think that are getting so wrapped up and I got to get my kid a scholarship when I think that takes away a lot of times from the, just the, it's never the kid. I mean, I have not went, met one kid yet that is, was wrapped up into it. It's always everybody outside that, um, and and I've been very fortunate to coach some great kids, and really I've had we've had some great parents too. Uh, so I, I I just see it through House of Speed more than I do Aurora Christian with kids that are just getting so wrapped up in, or the parents getting so wrapped up into getting their kid to the next level uh, when they are not enjoying the moment that's at hand, because these are the days that they will remember forever. Um, and, and I want them to be able to, to, to understand that. Um, so I think that there's, it's still the purest of form. It, no, there's no question. And I think a lot of that has to do with the community and the school and the coach itself. Um, but, but it is getting big. Um, when you see all these media outlets that are prognosticators on the talent level when they have no idea. <laughs> None. <laughs> I just laugh at these guys. <laughs> they have no idea. Uh, they've missed so many kids that were so much talented and so much more talented and never got noticed. And then I've seen kids that weren't very good that were getting all kinds of write-ups. Um, and so it's, all, it's just always one person's opinion. But, but I think it really comes down to just uh, reiterating a little bit here. It really comes back to the coach, the parents within the school, and the school as a community. Um, that's what is still going to keep high school football and high school sports at its purest form. That's PlayFootball.com's Rewind Wednesday interview from 2011 with NFL Buffalo Bills legend Don Beebe, who was the first ever NFL player to take the field in six Super Bowls, four with the Buffalo Bills and two with the Green Bay Packers. Coaches, don't forget to check out PlayFootball.com for great resources to help you improve in the coaching profession. And next week on PlayFootball.com's Rewind Wednesday, I'll talk with NFL legend John Kitna on returning to his alma mater in Washington State to become a high school football head coach. I'm Jeff Fisher of High School Football America, and you've been listening to PlayFootball.com's podcast.